And since we're talking about this call first, I want us to go to Psalm 1. I just want to insert that there where he talks about the school first. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his, on his law, he meditates day and night. He does not walk, right? Like the place of his operations are different. So yes, the first um, one, he does not walk. Oh. Yes, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. Okay, so he's not feeding himself on worldly, wicked counsel. It's important that we are feeding ourselves of heavenly counsel. We're sitting in the counsel of the Lord. That blessed man is waiting in the spirit. We're just separating the things that will increase our spiritual weight so that we're not found wanting. The next sentence, please, Rachel. Nor stands in the way of sinners. The path where we stand. We don't choose to go and stand in the way of sinners. When we did the teaching on being in the path of the sun, when the moon is in the path of the sun, it is able to cast a shadow on the earth. You have to be in the path of the Lord. You have to stand in the path of the Lord to be able to reflect God anywhere you go, to be able to carry God and release God around you, just like the disciple Peter was so weighty in the spirit and so standing in the path of the Lord that his shadow could heal other people. So a man of God who is walking in the spirit, who is staying in the place, the realm where God has placed him, is supposed to stand in the realm of faith. The third sentence. Nor sits in the seat of scoffers. No, you don't sit in the seat of scoffers. And this is the same thing Jude was talking about. He was addressing these scoffers and he will later explain to you how the scoffers are. So Rachel, I wanted to hold it there. I want Valerie to finish up Jude 1. Describe to us what these scoffers are like. They are sitting in the seat of scoffers just like Belshazzar and they are very weightless. So the following scriptures you're going to read now is going to clarify everything for us. Go for it, Valerie. Verse 10. But these people scoff at things they do not understand. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them. And so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrows await them, for they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother. Like Balaam, they deceive people for money, and like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. So they just go with the flow. They are so weightless that anything just carries them. Somebody comes with a plan of enriching them that is ungodly, they go for it. Somebody comes with a plan of making them feel better to the detriment of somebody else. They go with it. They are not firm. They are lightweight. They just go with whatever is blowing around them. Whatever wind of doctrine comes, they run with it even though they are amongst us. They go with whatever as long as it satisfies their flesh. Mm -hmm. This is how Belshazzar was. He was just drinking and partying and glorifying the God of silver, and he dared ask for the weighty, weighty 
gold and silver articles that came from the house of God in Jerusalem. And we read in Ezra 8 how these articles were weighed over and over. They were weighed over to the priests and then they were weighed in to the house of God. Belshazzar sat down and was a scoffer. He was coughing and he was just enjoying his empty life using solid consecrated articles of God's house. Those articles were weighty. Belshazzar wasn't weighty. And so judgment came on him immediately. Are we getting this? Yes. Next verses. Next couple verses, Valerie. Well, when these people eat with eat with you in your fellowship meals, commemorating the Lord's love, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are like shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They are like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. They are like trees in autumn that are doubly dead, for they bear no fruit and have been pulled up by the roots. What? Wow. <laughs> Guys, take note of the lightness, the emptiness. <laughs> very, very fluffy. No spiritual weight. Look at how Jude describes them. You think there's heavy water underneath? No. There's no weight. There's no water. That is how they are. They are fake. They are leaders that are just feeding themselves and they are not nourishing the body of Christ with spiritual nutrition. They are so light that they can be blown away easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scripture says that they are doubly condemned, like they don't bear any fruit. Read the last sentence, Valerie. They are like trees in autumn that are doubly dead. Doubly dead. No fruit and have been pulled up by the roots. Wow. Weightless. Pulled from the roots. They are not solid. Because if you have spiritual weight, you are so solid. You are heavy. You can't be pulled from the roots. You are weighty. You are unshakable. Your position in God. You are rooted. They couldn't bear fruit if they wanted to because they were pulled up by the roots. Exactly. <laughs> Doubly dead. So dead in the natural sense, dead in the spiritual sense. Mm. So now it makes sense how they will be so weightless on God's supernatural scale. Next verse, Valerie. 13. They are like wild waves of the sea, turning up the foam of their shameful deeds. They are like wandering stars doomed forever to blackest darkness. They are clouds without rain. They are swept along by the winds. They are fruitless. They are uprooted. They are barren. They are plucked out from the roots. They are like wild waves. They are foaming, but it's their shame, right? Everything they display and you think, the people of the world think, wow, that person is awesome. All of that is just their shame and disgrace in the spirit. Even though in the natural, people see differently in the spirit, all that form you're seeing is shame and disgrace. They are misleading like wandering stars for whom the complete darkness of eternal gloom has been reserved. So we shouldn't even be looking at this weightless people. We shouldn't be mingling with them. They are right in our midst, but Jude wanted us to be aware that these people are false teachers and they are dangerous. They are all for themselves. Mm -hmm. I have the image of 
thriller, Michael Jackson. Oh! Yeah, like those people, they are dead, no? Yes. Spiritually uh, dead. Yes. So I have the image of... <laughs> That's wow. cool. I love that. It's the Spirit of God giving you all these images. Weightless, weightless. They're in a bad place. A bad place. It's a realm of debasement. And we have to be in God's realm to see it for what it really is. Because by the time we leave God's realm and we're no longer in that rooted position, that weighty position that he has placed us and we choose to go to the earth realm and begin to see things at face value, then we miss the point. Then we don't see how debased these things are or these people are. Then whatever they tell us, we get to believe their lies. Then we become weightless like them. Every wind of doctrine comes and then we go with the flow. We go with the flow because we no longer are in the place God had placed us. Rachel, can you continue with Psalm 1? Sure. Psalm 1 verse 2. Yes. Yes. Okay. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. So we're switching back and forth, right? Now we're switching back to the one with the spiritual weight. He's not hanging around believing and existing in that realm of debasement. He is feeding himself and delighting in the law of the Lord. He's soaking himself in the word of God. He's not carried away with all those things. Continue, please. He is like a tree. Yes. Planted by streams of water. Remember the other ones, their roots are pulled out from this ground. It's just the opposite. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we're switching. <laughs> this one with spiritual weight is rooted. So when we're rooted in the word of the Lord, we're like a tree planted by the waters. Our roots run deep. We are solid. We are nourished. You can't just come and pull us off like the weightless ones. And remember, you were planted by the waterside. We bear fruit. We are not fruitless like the other ones. So when they are doubly dead, we are doubly alive. Yeah. Continue, please, Rachel. Water that yields its fruit in its season. Look at and that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and I'm interrupting. Not- <laughs> and its leaf does not uh, wither. Amen. The other one was like autumn leaves. They were just falling all over the place. It's autumn right now. But this one, their leaves are intact. Whether it is autumn, whether it is spring, summer, winter, it is rooted in all season. In all season. In every circumstance. As long as we are delighting in the law of the Lord, we are taking in supernatural nourishment. And rooted in the realm where God has placed us so that we can walk by faith. Continue, Rachel. In all that he does, he prospers. Amen. The wicked are not so, but are like shaft that the wind drives away. Same thing. Same thing that Jude was talking about. They're like shaft that the wind blows all over the place. Right? One minute, hey. It's crazy. The importance of being rooted in the word of the Lord so that people don't bring strange doctrines and just like chaff, you are just blown away by the wind. 
You know, they just take you to another realm. Tanya. Yeah. Well, as you've been, as we've been uh, studying the word this evening, I kept thinking about uh, King David and his life when he was fell into temptation with Bathsheba. Mm. Kind of reminds me of that. Yes. What happened to him? You know what? What? You know, he was with the Lord and he loved him, and then. All of that happened. And then, you know, there was, of course, punishment and he lost a child with Bathsheba and all, all of that. And of course, you know, he wrote the Psalms and he was repented. But, you know, that's like all of us, you know, yes. I think I've been perfectly walking with the Lord, that there are many distractions and things that are pulling me. And, you know, I went ran with the wind before and lived there for seasons. So, like, I mean, I'm sure there's redemption in all this. So I yes. Think, you know? I, I love that you're you're bringing him because remember before all of that happened, where was he supposed to be? Where was he supposed to be positioned uh-huh. as a king? Sorry, he was supposed to be out on the battlefield. Good. <laughs> That's what happens when we leave the realm that God has placed us. Yeah. He came to the realm of the earth and was carried away with his sensualities, just like Sodom and Gomorrah, just like the angels, just like the Israelites that God had saved from Egypt. The same scenario. It's about remaining, being rooted in the word of the Lord, rooted in the realm he has positioned us by the water side, being nourished, being fruitful. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of, Maddie, and, and, and Lord Cynthia just said, I remember when I was in high school and I had borrowed my mom's car and I told her I was going to go someplace and I ended up going towards my, I was going to go visit my boyfriend and, and sure enough, I had an accident in her car and then there was no place near the place I was supposed to be going. I was out of that position. <laughs> Why does always happen? <laughs> Oh, okay, Valerie. I know, right? <laughs> I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far, but. You know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the <laughs> the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. (laughs) It is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. 
What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.